0: A look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on ARA City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. It's time to talk about climate once again. As Luxembourg and Europe experience ever longer lasting periods of drought and excessive heat... In Germany, France and elsewhere in the world, young climate activists raise their voices and choose methods that raise more attention and also more criticism than a few years ago. In Germany, the collective Letzte Generation last Generation attaches themselves to the roads to block traffic, And in France, in the name of climate protection, activists occupy areas that are meant to vanish for new construction works. In Luxembourg, however, activists haven't raised quite that attention in the past years. This week on Local Matters, we are going to talk to Luxembourg's climate activists. Well, not all of them, of course, but some of them. And we are going to talk about the methods that Luxembourg's climate activists choose and as well about why they make less noise and cause less disruption than in other countries. But to start this week's series on climate activism and climate change, we have visited the premises of the non-for-profit Natur & Umwelt to talk to Claudine Feldchen about how nature in Luxembourg suffers from the lasting heat waves and the drought. Is the impact of this drought, if for instance you walk through a forest now at this time, is the impact already visible?
1: Well, yes, of course there are, there are impacts, there are serious impacts on, on everything surrounding us as, um, it's made, uh, we are made to a high percentage of water, while in the forest the impacts you can see now are not only due to the recent drought or this year's drought but as well we see um, a lot of trees dying off and um, even whole forests, for example destroyed by by a bark beetle which is due to the drought of the 20 last years but, but maybe 18, 19 and 20 when we had really dry hot summers and uh, last year was a bit of uh, we had a bit more water but still not enough especially with the drought house so we have the trees that are dying off that are dry you can see um, dry branches wilting leaves and the um, forest are like, getting much clearer inside. And uh, as I said, especially spruce trees are dying because of the bark beetle because they have a natural protection. It's resin. But uh, without water they can't produce resin to protect themselves. So they are dying off and um, other trees as well because they are stressed by the drought. They can't Protect themselves, just the same with us. If we are weak, we can't protect ourselves from other sickness.
0: I imagine that trees, as they are quite big and old, they are more resistant than other species of plants in the forests, which are smaller and maybe more sensitive.
1: Well, on one hand, maybe smaller plants, they just will don't disappear. Trees won't disappear just like that. But on the other hand, they need much more water. A beach, uh, for instance, needs 300 to 500 liters of water per day, depending on its size. The water is no longer there. The soil is dry up to depths of over a meter and, and especially the, especially the roots of large trees they go deep into the ground and there still is water but now there's no water left even deep in the ground so you won't see them disappearing just as fast but they are very affected by the water.
0: there is not only the forests like we think always about forests when we think about nature but there are more a lot of other um, habitats i'd say If we think, for instance, about wetlands, swamplands, and also more watery places like lakes and streams, rivers, what are the consequences for these places?
1: Especially wetlands are affected as one of their main characteristics is being wet, containing water. All across Europe, we, we see rivers drying up, and um, even if they, they don't dry up, if you have less water, so the, the little water they have left, it gets warmer. It's the same thing, um, for instance, with, with lakes, with ponds. Um, the water that is left, it's warmer and um, has less oxygen in it. In warmer water, you have uh, more algae who consume more oxygen, so it's a vicious circle. The warmer water, on the other hand, if it gets too warm, it's a level for insects, for mussels, for instance, for smaller insects, and even uh, for for fish that uh, live in these waters.
0: So what is the consequence for these fish and all the other animals in the water?
1: If the water gets warmer, if you have less oxygen and a certain degree, they wouldn't just die. And anyway, if the water dries up, if the, the pond dries up, the, the habitat is, is lost for for the species living there, and especially water insects or, or fish. They can't just move to to the next pond, so um, they die as well. There are, of course, species um, or, or certain animals that stay in the mud on the ground of the, of the ponds. But now, even in certain ponds or lakes or, or rivers, you, you see that this mud is drying up. So it's really, really dry and there's nothing left. So it's really a problem for species that are not able to migrate to another place.
0: Um, how about the animals and, for instance, insects or also other animals outside of the water? Mm, do they suffer because of this drought?
1: For many insects or other animals, they depend on, on plants, either on pollen, uh, for, for pollinators, herbs, or grass to eat. If these plants are wilting, so um, they don't find um, anything to eat. For instance, um, most of of the grassland is really dry. There are not many, many flowers. They are flowering faster. Also, many um, fruits on the trees and on the shrubs are drying uh, up. They are wilting, they are not ripening. But that's a problem for animals as well. On the other hand, just simply the fact that you don't find any water because you don't have um, small water flakes or something like that where small animals like bees and wasps or small birds drinking and they have disappeared. Also there is less water in the air so um, the water saturation of the air is, is not sufficient for many insects,
0: for instance. All of this is, of course, um, a consequence of climate change in general. And I know we can stop climate change right now, right here, but... Is there anything that we normal people can do easily to reduce the negative impact on our natural environment, just at least a tiny bit?
1: Yes, if you have the possibility, just put a bit of water outside for insects to drink, put a few stones in it, um, like islands, so they don't drown in the water. If you have a garden, always good if you have some piles of of wood or a few places where there's a bit of shadow where small animals may hide from from the sun and Yes, I think that's um mainly what you can do the most important first aid measures. unless it's if it, it rains and um we can't do much.
0: Yeah, and that, of course, unfortunately, we can't influence. Well, but that's already something we can do easily.
1: Well, what you can do as well is, if you have some plants, just water them to keep flowers blooming for a bit. But that's not so much.
0: Well, we can try at least and then slowly stop climate change. Well, thanks a lot for um, explaining all of this to us.
1: You're welcome. Well, if if anyone wants more information, uh, can always um, find them on our homepage um, about nature protection and um, conservation. Or if anyone has questions, is invited to to call.
0: And you also have a counseling service on environment protection. Exactly. Right? And yes. I guess that would be a first call to do <laughs> if anyone has a question. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. That was Claudine Felchen for Natur und Umwelt in our interview. We talked about how Luxembourg's nature suffers from the lasting heat waves and the drought. And this was our first interview of this week's local matters on climate change and climate activism. Tune in again tomorrow morning. We are going to talk to the collective Rise for Climate Luxembourg about why Luxembourg's climate activists are less noisy and create less disruption than the ones in the neighboring countries. Mm. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at nine forty on RCT Radio 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on RCTRadio.com.